1: Welcome to episode three of the Sportive. It's like Randball for your ears. Quick roll call. I'm Brandon. With me today at the uh, Sportive headquarters is John. Hi, John. How's it going? And Stu made the drive. Our outstate correspondent, Stu. Hello.
2: Hey guys. uh, How's it going?
1: I love that. What a catchphrase. (laughs) Uh, And dialed in on the Sportive hotline. We've got Clarence. How you doing, Clarence?
3: What's up, fuckers?
1: Yep. yep. There we go. i uh, yeah, Fantastic.
4: I'm gonna need one yeah. too pretty
3: soon.
1: Clarence, our one burning question is Are you sober yet?
3: Uh like a point one five, so I can't drive, but I'm doing a lot better.
4: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's a week long process. So I'll get there. I'm not too
4: worried. So give us a little recap of what the western Wisconsin the great western Wisconsin Bart. what's the official name? Hashtag I guess I don't w- even know. It. I know the hashtag, but that's it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, officially we call it the Western Wisconsin Bar Tour, uh, and it was the ninth annual. So yeah, WW nine is what we what we call it. We actually been calling that before Twitter. WW one, WW two, and now it's WW nine.
1: You guys invented the hashtags, essentially.
3: Yeah, basically we did. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so I'll so oh, go ahead.
1: First off, I want to know how many dudes are involved on average.
3: Uh the trip up there is six. We end up meeting a, a handful of guys up there, so it ends up being nine guys total. But the uh, the ride up, the uh, the ceremonial ride up is six guys.
1: Six guys in. Uh, do you rent an RV? Walter- Econoline Alexa? van.
3: It's got to be an Econoline van.
1: Give it to us white.
3: <laughs> it's actually. A, it was a this year. Every year it's different because we all have a, a shit ton of kids. Uh, so it could be a minivan. Last year it was my minivan. This year it was a but my buddies. Uh, Two thousand one suburban.
1: Okay, all right. Yeah, and you got to how many bars this year?
3: Oh fuck, I don't know. Uh, a dozen. It's hard after like eight. How the fucking final? Uh, I remember the first five or six, I suppose, and then after that, they all kind of run together. So probably around a dozen, maybe a baker's dozen. Hard to say. Now we should mention that you do have a designated driver for this. That's the first thing we
2: do. For the children listening at home, you need a designated driver. We're using Clarence
4: Swampdown as a role model.
3: Exactly. (laughs) I'm going to do whatever (laughs) he does. Those kids are fucked anyways. But, uh, (laughs) no, we do. That's the very first thing we do. We're getting older and much more responsible. Um, The very first thing we do is... (laughs) Older, yeah. Um, And uh, we have a ceremonial uh, draft. It's like the NBA lottery. It's got a, a weighted system. That's based on you know how often you've driven, um, how recently you've driven. We got a couple accountants in the crew; they come up. Oh. I trust them. They come up with how many name, how many of your names go in the hat, <laughs> and then it gets pulled out backwards, so it's down to the last name in the hat is how it works out. Okay, yeah. so
1: essentially, if you
3: just drove last year, you only have one ping pong ball, right? Basically, but it's not it's not as simple as that. There's more of a formula to it, um, and it's just basically crazy. I just. You know, just stand there and wait and watch. Um, And you pull the name out of the hat, and people go apeshit, you know, as they're getting drawn down. Um, Is there a
1: destination to this, or is it just driving around going Is it random
3: bars, or do you have a general idea of where you're going? Well, so the very first time we did this, it it wasn't intended to be an annual thing. It was just some guys. We were going to northern Wisconsin. We started uh, over by Redmond, so across the River Hager City. Uh, yeah. the, the Harbor Inn Bar in Hager City, we got some lunch, and we like had our, our noses pressed right up against the window waiting for the bartender to open up. It was like <laughs> 10, 40, you know, 10.45 in the morning, mm-hmm. and uh, we just decided to, while we were eating lunch, we were going to bar hop all the way up, and we came up with the rules. One bar per town. Otherwise, in Wisconsin, you, you'd, you'd be die. in one town. You would town. die. Yeah. All day, and one beer per bar. Otherwise, again, you would be Dead. there forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we just started in Hager City, worked our way north, Diamond Bluff, River Falls, and eventually got to Siren, Wisconsin, where the cabin is, like, 15 hours later. <laughs> uh, just, it was just pandemonium, and we decided that it was just so much fun that we're going to do this every single year with the same rules and pick a different route every year. Yeah. So.
2: In olden times, a group of my buddies did roughly the same thing. We just, but it was outstate Minnesota, Stearns County. We would just go to every mm-hmm. bar with a grain belt sign and have a bump there. <laughs> but, yep. um, and it was, you know, it was chaos. And I don't know that I could actually do it again at the, my advanced age. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I recommend it to people who have, you know, the, the sober driver. And just because just, those little, you know, outstate taverns, be they Minnesota or Wisconsin, are usually some of the best just people-watching places you're ever going to see. And it's affordable because every drink is a buck fifty.
3: That's exactly right. It six guys. Mm-hmm. You buy the whole round. Everybody buys. We we flip through who buys the round, and you buy a round, and it's like eight dollars. Yeah, it's <laughs> insane. Yeah, it, for, and then you can get a hanky's pizza,
2: and then you know some bar <laughs> popcorn. You throw five bucks in the jukebox, and you're set. I mean, it's all good. That's
1: do you guys? Exactly right. Do you um? Do you ever do shots, full pitchers per bar, anything, or you guys stay pretty disciplined? <laughs>
3: Well, so after, like, so the first three or four bars, we stay pretty disciplined. And then pretty soon, it's just, if the bar is good, a mute, you know, you'll get a mutiny where the driver will say, guys, the rules, we got to go. And, nope, you'll get, you know, punched in the jaw. <laughs> and, uh, no, nope, so I guess we're staying. And then we stay and uh, maybe have a few more bumps or a few shots or play a big buck hunter, ah. game of, you know, whatever, mini tacos. It's hard to say. You know, then the rules are out the window. And, uh, so the, yeah. other,
4: the other notable thing is that you are the Minnesota Timberwolves of this lottery and that you've never had to drive.
3: It, that's right. You're... Not once. drives some effing ape shit. Uh, <laughs> got, yes, never once. And I was so uh, nervous before this year thinking this is going to be the year. And uh, nope, every year I just dodge a bullet. Um, Patrick Ewing, you know, whatever, just falls in my lap every year. Tim Duncan, you know, it doesn't make any effing sense. I just year after year never get picked, and it's awesome.
1: Your are Enron paying off your Arthur Anderson accountants to make sure that you never.
3: <laughs> That's exactly right. Yep. One of the guys is actually Ernst & Young guy. And, uh, yeah, so it drives the and crazy because it's got to be astronomical odds, but it's not my problem. No, it's I'm not. not a, nope. You just, you just ride this out until
2: you lose. That's all there is <laughs> That's to That's exactly it. right. Yep. And you quit and go home. Mm-hmm. So the word Since on the street
1: it? is last year there was a YouTube video of one Clarence Swamptown. I believe it was air guitar, dry humping, knocking something over in the woods in the middle of the night. Is that is that yeah. rumor true? Did yeah, that happen?
3: And the swamp was November true. rain, correct? That well, may it may or may not have been November rain. Okay. Uh, yeah. You don't know. Um, I mean yeah, it's we a rumor. Don't know. It's just yeah, a rumor. We can't confirm that. Yep, yeah, and, and the the uh, address of that YouTube video is uh, top secret, and I'll hunt you down. You each know it, but I will hunt you down <laughs> like dogs in the street if you give it out on your respective Twitter accounts. That website,
4: uh, that that video will not be on thesportive.com. No, it no. will not. It will not be no. on anywhere. No. So any more hijinks like that this year? Any
3: highlights? Nothing like that. No, I think if you you know we, we could do like a ranking, like a power rankings of the best things that have ever happened. Uh, probably the top one was rock and roll. Buck Sumoff. Uh, we just happened upon this little bar in Lewis, Wisconsin. Uh, used to be their school before they got consolidated, and they turned it what like a Wisconsin town would do when they consolidated with uh, Frederick. <laughs> they they turn the school into a bar. Yeah, so one they, does. And
2: yep. Obviously. Yeah, what's called, no yeah, sense in laying all that asbestos go to waste. you got to <laughs> <laughs> make lemonade out of those lemons. Or that's poison exactly. out of that poison, I guess. And you <laughs> yeah. ran into Buck Rock and Roll Zumhoff, which you do in outstate Minnesota and Wisconsin. You will run into Buck Rock and Roll Zumhoff. I don't know what any of those words mean. He's a former well, uh, AWA wrestler. AWA. Yep. A-W-A. That was the uh, proto W uh, W E that was based out of Minneapolis. Is uh, that Vern the one Gagne's that league. Vern
1: Gagne was in? Yeah, he's the guy that uh, beat the shit out of a guy in an old folks' home recently. and yes, killed him. I, b- right? I
2: believe he killed him. Yes, yeah. So same guy. But yep. But yeah. Anyway, Buck Rock and Roll Zoomhoff is an outstate legend, and he is he has let the bottle has let him down. I, I think that's the uh, fairest thing to say without getting too overly specific about somebody who's a public figure, sort of, I guess. But uh, I've yeah, I've run into him in um, Hector before, and because uh, they had a little like wrestling thing for Hector days, and he mm-hmm. was wandering the bar uh, shirtless, and obviously, and yeah, his Goes his substantial beer gut slash wrestling gut. Just selling T-shirts and ogling like underage ladies and stuff like that. So,
4: which there are probably many of at the yes. bars in Hector. And I
2: imagine this the scenario in Wisconsin was roughly the same, Clarence.
3: Well, we walked into that little bar and they had in the cafeteria they had the, the squared circle set up. You know, the whole yeah. ring, yeah. and there was like seven folding chairs set up around the outside um, with people watch- Like seven people watching him. He was wrestling. We think it was his daughter. Uh, <laughs> no, that's yeah. She, no, she wrestles with him. This is true. <laughs> that's I his can, daughter, I can, right? Yes, yes, it is.
2: <laughs> yeah, yes, so it how is. How do you just have so many daughter. buck
4: rock and roll zoom off packs <laughs> at your fingers? I thought kit. this is an
2: impression. I, yes, I, I just keep uh, saying <laughs> yes. Yeah, grew, that's her. Yeah, that's I grew <laughs> up <laughs> in Renville County. I can, I can vouch for oh, yeah, all I've of this. Yeah, that's his. And she
3: was wearing a full snowmobile suit and a like a fencing mask. You know what a fencing mask looks like? Yes. Yeah, and she was called the Mad Russian. Yeah, yeah, and. Yeah, and uh, we just screamed vulgarities. I mean, we we ended up getting into it pretty well. But we just walked in, and there's like seven people watching this wrestling match. <laughs> and it, we, there's Rock and Roll Buck, you know, Buck Rock and Roll Buck wrestling. So you walk into a bar, and there he is. Yes. Just, yes. I'm, I'm so proud of our name yeah, dropping. So, yeah, yeah, we know and, people. <laughs> uh, there's a YouTube video of that too that that we won't uh, we won't uh, divulge. You can but, find uh, we think,
2: well, you can find Buck Rock and Roll Zumhoff. YouTube yeah, videos, but yeah. that's yeah. that's not a problem, and they're rough, Probably all roughly the same. So
4: once you've seen one, you've probably yeah, seen many. There's just of
2: them. a big thing that says cautionary tale before you start watching it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's exactly right. Okay. That's about it. I mean, I don't know what else you'd, you'd want to know that I can talk about. You know, a lot of there's a lot that's sealed.
1: I think we've um, gone over everything that's legal and borderline legal. We should probably yeah.
4: quit while we're ahead. Yeah, here's the yep. one thing I want to know: Why Wisconsin? Are the Minnesota bars not good enough? Why go well, across the border?
3: It's because we just happened to start out that way the first year. Now this year we couldn't wait and we started in White Bear Lake. Now you know what? We don't hold ourselves any super high standard. This thing isn't written down well, clearly. On, you know, that's, so I think our first Wisconsin. Day, Yeah, our first four bars were, in, were technically in Minnesota. All right, that's all in here.
1: So you support yeah. you support our local industry, our economy exactly a little right. bit. And I'm <laughs>
3: drinking a summit as we
2: speak. Speak of the double. Yep. Oh, hey, nice, nicely done. Good, excellent. Yep.
1: Sponsored Beer of the Week. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, we'll uh, end on a high note there and then go to uh, the worst possible subject to discuss. Speaking
4: of cautionary tales. In the
1: world right now, which is for hoops. Uh. Um, we're just having a little bit too much fun right now, and I want to get us back to a regular yeah, level just, of happiness. Yes, let's um, just,
2: uh, start being sad again.
1: So, they just lost something like 90 to 38. About 71 to 45 is your final at Columbus. 71 to 45. Um, I am f- fully driving the Fire Tubby bus.
2: At this point, it's almost... Uh, I mean, what, I, we're, we talked about this last week. It's just the malaise. We're in the malaise, and it's Malaysing hard right now. Oh, it's so just, much it's, malaise. It's, yeah, it's malaise not, is everywhere. <laughs> it really is. Well, they were, I mean, I watched a little bit before hopping in the truck to get down here, and they just, you know, there were like five turnovers in the first five minutes. Uh.
1: Mo Walker had seven turnovers himself, oh. and he played 45 seconds. <laughs> 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 that's amazing. But, uh, yeah. He I, played once down and back, and somehow turned it over seven times. Yeah. Drop kicked it into the stands at one point, Nick Nolte style.
2: Well, that's That's just awesome
1: um even if they close out the season um win a few more games maybe win a big 10 win one or two in the tournament i want to fire tubby no matter what happens
2: okay even if they're like you know like connecticut you know won the whole thing and they were like finished ninth in the big east a couple of years back the kemba walker year i believe honest and i think that's what everyone is kind of hitching their star to the people who still have some measure of optimism about this team is that you know there's they're so veteran laden and you know they their rpi is still ridiculously high so they're probably going to get in the tournament even though they've been stepping on their dick for the past month and uh, i i don't know
1: i honestly will tell you there is no scenario that makes me want him back next year
2: at this point no it's, that includes
1: it's... the national championship yeah i said it even <laughs> if we win it fucking fire him i'm i'm just because this is so disappointing and so disillusioning that well i mean you're not going to figure it out as a 60-year-old dude, right? In theory, he said no. six years, and you know exactly night. where you're getting from him. Yeah. Um, so I was sort of on the fence um, about him, and I don't want to sound like emotional just because they just had their two worst losses in the past few years back-to-back, right? Correct. Um, yep. What I think it, uh, makes me want him gone the most, there's three reasons, um, and there's three past players who have transferred and just kicked ass at other schools. Um, which to me shows that he doesn't ha- have any idea how to develop talent. He seems to be recruiting okay. Um, there's four guys on the roster right now who will likely be drafted, both Hollins, Williams, and Mbakwe, and M- M- the M- yep. God, worst last name in the world to try to say Mbakwe. Um, <laughs> Oladipo. Oladipo. O- yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but be- besides those four guys, uh, Devo Joseph, do you remember him? I do. He mm-hmm. had 11, 12 points against game, something like that. Mm-hmm. He goes over to Oregon. He immediately shoots way better. Field goal, three point, makes more mm-hmm. uh, shots per game, points per game. Everything goes way up, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right, it's just one dude. Um, do you know uh, Justin Cobbs? Remember that name?
2: Yes, yes, I do.
1: He has transferred to California, uh, the Golden Bears, mm-hmm. as they're called. And he has been rocking the shit over there to like 14 points a game. Amazing. He they was terrible know. with us. Yes, he was. Okay, here's number three. Do you remember Colton Iverson?
2: How could you forget Colton Iverson? You know that Colton <laughs> the Iverson some bitch on the planet is <laughs> kicking ass
1: at Colorado State right now? The, the Colorado State Rams? The Rams. Wow. He's like 14-10. and 10. He's by far their best player for a team who's like better than the Gophers.
2: I did not know that.
1: So, I'll forgive the Royce White thing. I get that he, yeah. that's just a Amazing. different situation. That's yeah. fine. But you can't tell me three very, very, very high-profile transfer cases who are way better away from Tubby Smith. That means something to me. That means more than if they go on some sort of crazy run in the tournament this year. So that's why I want them gone no matter what.
2: Yeah, I I mean, well, first of all, they're not going to win the tournament. Clearly this team just has some mental issues or just God knows what they're I guess, well, I don't even know if you can say a mental issue when you don't know how to handle a zone defense. When that's absolutely befuddling Mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. (laughs) Eh, I just... Yeah, I'm... They're not going to win. I mean, they'll get in the tournament. They might even win a game or two, just because... It's a tournament. Yeah, and they're a a good... I mean, they're a talented team. I don't think anyone's... Hollis scored, like, 41 games, didn't he? That could happen again. Yeah, totally. And, I mean, they're going to play... They'll get a fairly easy game in the first round. They'll probably, you know... (laughs) There'll be like a seven or eight seed, probably, and then who knows? I, I don't freaking know. They're just so disappointing. Yeah, I I'm mean. Just disgusted with the whole process. The whole process.
1: And yeah, I get
3: process. It, mm-hmm.
1: And um, I want to fire our first shots here on the Sportive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want this to be uh, fired from a Nerf gun. So okay. this is just a just, just a friendly, friendly shot okay. at uh, Amelia Reno from the Star Tribune. So, Amelia Reno.
2: That's her name, right? Yes, yes. That's it how is. you say that? Yes. So oh, sorry, Twitter personal friend of mine.
1: So that's a trivia um, answer in the future. Okay. Who is the first person to get a shot fired at her? Okay, uh, from the sportive. Well, make and sure,
2: make sure you pick on a girl. That's shows you. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. You bet.
3: Fucking pussy brox. Nothing yeah.
1: but nothing but class. Yeah. Um, the reason is, um, in one of her recent uh, blog posts, she was um, somebody had asked a question of what is the scenario where Tubby definitely stays, and what is the scenario that Tubby definitely goes right? So she had to try to run over or run through the scenarios, and she was like, well, if they missed the turn, this was a couple weeks ago, if they missed the tournament completely, he is definitely gone, right?
2: Yeah, I think that's obvious.
1: And yeah. if they get to the tournament and lose right away, eh, we'll talk about it and we'll see. Mm-hmm. But if they win a game, then you have to keep him no matter what um, because that's the most success they've had in 10 years or whatever it was. So that's, that's where I want to fire my shot at that last statement because – there are limits to what a coach can affect, right? If they win one game in the tournament, you keep them. That's that's insanity to me.
2: With one game that's going to be the easiest game they play in all likelihood.
1: Yeah, and it just that doesn't matter. I mean, there are games like Iowa that mm-hmm. I think it was tough to see him pull Hollins out for like 18 straight minutes or something. Um, mm-hmm. But when he came back in, he was fucking brutal. There, there's going to be games when they're just really, really yes. bad, yep. and we can't blame Tubby for everything. As much as I wanted to, sometimes these dudes just suck. Yeah. So they get hot one game, and you're gonna say that he gets to keep his job? No, okay. Amelia. I say no. Okay.
2: <laughs> say no, Rayno. Nice. Oh, I like sure that. Say go. no, <laughs> Rayno. Yep. That's no, I, Yeah, it's and again, I the obvious uh, the the elephant in the room is the buyout. It's John's Silence. And, and is that the elephant beyond in the room? John Silence, else. but yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> It's we don't know. I mean, we know they're still paying probably Jim Dutcher for all we fucking know. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, they're, they're pay, still paying Mason. They're paying Mason. They're, Mason, they're paying Monson, Brewster. and I believe they're still paying Brewster. Yes. So I mean, but I mean, I, again, I know, and we've covered this before. I mean, there's just it's going to take a booster saying, okay, how much is it going to take to get rid of Tubby? How much is it going to take to get Teague on the phone with Shock Smart? Mm-hmm. And that's, is that how it works? Like boosters pony up stuff like this? Um, yes. I'm assuming it's, yeah. I, that's yeah. That's basketball I, doesn't have a, as deep a pocket. No, this, I mean this the isn't the, the SEC football, football but it's still yeah. you know. I mean, there's, well, there's, they don't even
3: have the pockets for basketball. That the football tr- team. does. Yeah, so. that's
2: correct. But yeah, I I assume that's. that's the what the it's elephant come in the room
3: to. is kind of you know Teague is he didn't hire Tubby he didn't hire Kill nope. he's kind of sitting back to make so his first big decision. Was that UNC buyout that he just shit the bet on? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> like fool. So I guess the way I see it, he's just—he's got to be sitting there waiting for this first big decision. Is he going to keep Tubby or isn't he? And unless right. Tubby does makes a giant splash in the tournament, you got to think Teague is just sitting there on the dump button. Whatever he can do to get that buyout to happen and uh, and move on, get his own guy in there so that he can you know start making this program his own.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I just, again, comes back to he's not going to get to be a better coach next year, right? No. He Let's, is who
2: he is, and that's uh, fine. And, and remember, you, be, they will be less talented next year. They will have less talent yes. next year. <sighs> so it's yep. eh, it's not going to get any better. I mean, this is his best chance to do well, and we're watching him just shit the bed. I mean, every Wednesday and Saturday, they're just... You can't unshit the bed is, what I think, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> this bed no, has no, been shit, me. and you cannot unshit <laughs> yeah. this bed. I WWE know that, nine. Yeah. Yeah, th- that's, that's an eloquent metaphor that you want to um, bring home, and you can use that. Just you know, give me credit for the... Hashtag
3: WW9. You yep. can't unshit shit the, the bed. bed. Correct. So.
1: Remember how happy we were when we were before we talked about Gopher hoops? And yeah, we're, and talking, just, we're
3: talking about you
2: know all <sighs> just the delightful <laughs> yeah. stories, yeah. rural Wisconsin bars, and <laughs> yep, those were the days.
1: Wrestlers that have gone roll. to seed. <laughs>
3: yeah, zoom off. Yeah, the the worst part standard.
1: about uh, the Gophers this year is even when they win, I don't have fun watching them.
2: No,
3: they won
1: that Wisconsin game, and it wasn't fun at all. Like, there's just nothing
2: nothing that makes nope. me happy right now nope I watched two minutes of the Wisconsin game and I watched five minutes of the Ohio State game and I didn't watch the Iowa game at all it's there's just no point just wait till the tournament maybe watch those there's just I don't know why you would watch any of the regular season games that are left unless you like had tickets the only person <laughs> enjoying
1: this run is uh, my friend Joe who has bet against them six straight games and has gone nice. six and0 oh. nice. That's how... Uh, just
2: straight-up wins and losses, or like, uh, points spread? spread? Wow. Yeah, nice. he's
1: another degenerate gambler like myself. Nice. Uh, don't do that either, kids. Okay, yeah, don't gamble. Yeah. Um, let's move on to slightly brighter pastures. Oh, hey, John's back. Yeah, hey, I John. Come John. back now. <laughs> Oh, my goal? God.
4: Back in the
2: room. Locked at your oh, own wow. house. That's weird.
1: Um, yeah, that is just funny timing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit works out sometimes. Okay. Um, the Timberwolves are not quite as... <clears throat> awful and frustrating as the uh as a gophers can we say that at least
4: well uh, they're frustrating in a different way they lose but it's always by two
1: yeah yeah that's true that's true um they're up right now although i don't know why that's an update that i'm giving right now on a recorded podcast
4: (laughs) so as you're listening to this tomorrow or this weekend just know that we're watching the score center apps on our phone right now the weather is 12 (laughs)
1: degrees right now traffic is light Oh yeah that doesn't make any sense um but let's, uh, let's talk Wolves. What do we got going on, John?
4: Well, it's the trade deadline tomorrow at mm-hmm. 2 o'clock, I think, or mm-hmm. possibly 1 o'clock. I don't know whether it's Eastern or Central time. But the rumors are that Luke Ridnour is going to be traded to someone. And the Knicks,
2: right? It was like the Knicks for Steve Novak, I think, was the, the hot rumor, I believe. If
4: that happened, I think it would be thrilling. Yeah. Just well, because Novak they, can shoot, and yeah, that's what they, they need.
2: No one on this team can shoot a three-pointer right now.
4: But there have been a lot of other rumors, too, a lot involving Derek Williams. They've, they have supposedly told Pekovic that he won't be moved, but who knows what happens with David Kahn in charge. So I, I think the question is whether they're going to try to get somebody like Novak, who is an actual shooter and who can actually help the team, or if they're basically just going to try to clear the books so they got some more salary cap room next year. See, I don't know if clearing the... Bu- well, I guess if it's if it's
1: immediately for next year, uh, that might make some sense. But I just feel like the deal with Adelman coming here was no more rebuilding.
4: I don't think it's as much a rebuilding. I, I think they've kept Brandon Roy around till now, in part because he doesn't want to take a buy, take a buyout of his entire contract right now, right. but in part because the $5 million they owe him this year and the $5 that they owe him next year can be a make-weight in a trade. If he doesn't get traded by tomorrow... I think that you'll probably see them do something to try to work out his retirement deal, his buyout deal. I don't know how that'll end up working. He, it was, I, I think it was uh, Dougie Wilson on 1500 ESPN who said that he had rebuffed all uh, efforts to buy him out so far. I don't know if he's thinking that he still wants to come back. I know Adelman said today that if he he's not expecting Roy to play again, right? Yeah, if he, if he comes back, it would be a bonus, but so right now it's looking like that will be coming off the books one way or another. Ridenauer is scheduled to make 4.3 next year. If they can get rid of him, that will come off the books. And the important part there is that they're, I think, right now, with both Roy and Ridenour on the roster, they've got $49 million of a cap that's going to be about fifty eight. Okay. committed for next year. And they've got Pekovic, who they need to re-sign if they want to resign him, and I think they do. Everybody keeps throwing out $12 million a year as the number for him, so right. that seems to be about right. I think he's a restricted free agent, but I tried to read the salary cap rules for the NBA, and I quickly turned to drink. And
1: Is that why you passed out just recently? <laughs> yeah, started, my brain
4: started crawling out of my ears because the NBA salary cap is impossible to understand. People really get a kick out of it, too,
1: which is absolutely insane to me.
4: Yeah, there's, there, there's this guy, Larry Kuhn, that has a whole page of cap rules, and it's literally like 200 frequently asked questions long. And you could study it all day, and you could never learn it. I would, I would rather try to learn Latin from the ground up than try to learn the NBA salary cap rule. Right. So I'm just going to assume that you can't spend more than 58 million, or David Stern will come to your house and beat you to death with a <laughs> shovel. Sure. Yeah. That seems like the legitimate assumption. So they've. The, the, I think the trade question is: Is there gonna are they gonna get a guy who's signed for next year? Or are they gonna get somebody who has an expiring contract? Like. Um, um, O.J. Mayo or somebody like that just to rent him for three months and then maybe they'll resign him, maybe not.
2: J.J. Reddick's also in that category. Right, right. I would love Reddick. And I would I do, shoot. I would like, I mean, just anybody. Can you shoot like 35% or better from, you know, behind the stripe? It's just, <laughs> it's... Ugh. The other thing the
4: Wolves do have is two... Looking like two first round draft picks this Memphis's. spring, they'll have Memphises as long as the Wolves don't make the playoffs. Then I think that's we can all assume bet. that that's a safe bet. And
2: Memphis has to though. E- I think that's right. But yeah. they will. But I be- yeah, they will. They're believe fourth or fifth right now. So I mean, they're, they're they're ensconced in the playoff hunt. So
1: the worst thing that could happen was would be the Timberwolves keeping both picks. Right? Yeah that that
4: second pick is going to be worth virtually nothing. nothing. I just don't want second thing. Somehow we well, yeah. would redraft Rick Rickard. Well, what usually happens is that he trades the pick for a player, then he trades the player for two more picks, then he sells one of the picks back to the other team for cash, then he takes the other one out back and trades it for a used 59 Chevy, which he then takes to the pawn shop. It's it's usually a ridiculous process, and nobody knows what actually has happened, but every draft pick in the last three years has at one point been Timberwolves' property.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. So let me ask a question. The one rumor that I saw that was fairly widely reported was. Um,
2: rumor has. Ru- ru- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. Um, um, Love you, Adele. Timothy,
2: Timothy, Timothy with an F. Let's Timothy. not pretend we no, know how to pronounce that's that. That's
3: not though. how they spell it.
2: Timothy. It's, it's Eastern Europe, Clarence. You know things are different there. They have a, they have a
4: continent shortage over I've there. I've seen both so. hostile movies.
2: The shit's <laughs> fucked up over there, man. Timothy yep. Mozgov
1: for Brandon Roy and a first-rounder, right? So I'm not going to get into whether that made sense or not because it didn't happen and it's, and it's not going to happen. My question is, how did that rumor get out there? Isn't it possible that um, Mozgov's agent
2: just calls somebody and says, yeah. Hey, did you hear this, Mazgov will call like you know Chris Broussard or something, and then it's out there. And that's, yeah, he's like, I know. think we're going to get this done. Yep, and they'll be and like, he goes, you know, oh, and the crawl call on ESPN. will say sources tell ESPN yeah. that, and then you got your rumor, and that's I believe that's how the game is played.
1: Yeah,
4: it's probably that Kevin Love talking to Adrian Wojnarowski again. Yep. Oh boy, that Kevin Love. Grr. I'm uh, shaking my fist. You can't see that because we're on a podcast. They right? heard you gurring, though. Yeah, that I think that's yeah. the universal you audio. I heard, it. I, heard, I, heard
2: it, I heard it through my cans. The shake. Sorry, I'm wearing <laughs> cans for the first time of the podcast's history, and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, it sure I is. I wore
3: some cans this weekend, but
2: that is <laughs> different. Puns. <laughs>
1: um, Hashtag
4: jigglehead mm-hmm.
1: So my, my guess is, and again, this is another... Um, by the time anybody hears this, we already know. But um yeah. my sense is they should probably just stand pat, even though it doesn't it's not very fun to do, you know. I just don't think they're gonna get any value for Williams. If they can drop Ridnauer, that's fine, but Ridnauer is what our like sixth best player and we're not a very good team. So if you can so dump like, Ridnauer
4: for a like a second rounder or something, do you do that just to get rid of yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, totally. That's fine. I just mean again, I don't want asset. draft
1: picks yeah. but I understand that you can take that with something else and somehow randomly end up with that 59 Chevy that you mentioned earlier, which sounds pretty cool. I heard that's a pretty good year.
4: Um, which Detroit Steel. Yeah. They did, did turn something into Chase Buttinger last year. Mm-hmm. I no, think the f- 18th pick or something like that. Or 18th pick. pick. Yeah. 18th, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who played about three games and then got hurt. And but no, looked exactly. good in those three games. Yeah. He, he legitimately looked good. I'm, so. I'm legitimately excited for him to come back, yeah. but he is a free agent this year, good. so that's another There's a very
2: who, good chance that they will be one of the best teams in the NBA in like April. Once they get you'll have Rubio and Love and Bunninger back, and you know they'll be coming exactly. And they'll get our hopes up unreasonably for the next year, and then I think
4: next year's the year, and then for the 17th straight year, I I think think next year's the year.
3: They're (laughs) still playing in April. (laughs) That season goes till April.
1: I think think so. so. Very early April. Yeah, and then the playoffs start, and those go until September September. 4th. (laughs) When Mark
4: Madsen starts throwing up three pointers, you know the season's almost over. And you when know, July fourth, like and they're competing,
2: they're competing against the Stanley Cup Finals on July fourth weekend. That's when you know it's almost done. <laughs> Sorry, um, I didn't mean to bring up the Stanley Cup Finals.
1: I have no draft pick updates or new guys to pay attention to. I still think Oladipo and Otto Porter are the guys to watch this this uh, this week.
4: Where, so do we know where the Timberwolves are in the standings right now? Like, if the draft season order? ended, yeah, and the season ended today, where I would think they're they ninth. Would those guys fall all the way to ninth? Yes. Right. For the most, you, you got to think one of them will, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but you never know. At this time, I remember a few years ago, O.J. Mayo was like 15th, and he just mm-hmm. every single day kept going up, 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 up. Yeah, and Johnny fun.
4: Flynn was a second rounder. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, John <laughs> there he was. <laughs> the Pick sixth in the draft. Beautiful smile. All right. Um, I think, are we done talking Wolves? Yes. I, I think we should have a Johnny Flynn update as part of this podcast where we talk about his stats for the Melbourne Tigers or wherever he's playing in Australia.
2: <laughs> and I think he's in Perth. So. Dusty Reichardt is just bought. Dusty Reichardt owns sure. the Australian yeah. Basketball League. Yeah. Literally he bought them. Among so. Literally <laughs> bought them. Yeah, with Vegemite. but That's an Australian reference, everybody. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. their currency. Yes, we're, we're just that.
1: We're huge in Australia. <laughs> All right, I want to move on to... Um, what I'm going to call the uh, Target Field bleachers suicide watch. Um, <laughs> I think most Twins fans are uh, less than excited about the season um, this year. Um, last I saw the over under in Vegas. Um, yeah, I'm referencing Vegas again. Uh, I had the Twins um, winning between 65 and 67 games, and it was <clears throat> they're the predicted by everybody to be last in the AL Central.
4: Mm-hmm. But not uh, in the American League, because we have Houston now. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yep. that's really. Thank
1: you, Houston. Right. So, um, I think we should take a few minutes to try to try to talk ourselves off the ledge, which is a little difficult because all four of us are on the ledge right now. But it's is there anything possible. at all that you're looking forward to?
2: And well, my, I'm looking forward to 2014. Okay. What about Aaron? That Hicks? is in the future.
4: The uh, possibility that Aaron Hicks is going to be playing center field. Okay. I'm looking That's forward to that. That's something to watch for. Yes. I'm looking forward I mean, to that. I mean, all, all indications are that he's going to hit two twenty and spend gonna say, some more time yeah. in the minors this yeah. year. I'm looking
1: forward to flashes every once in a while of,
2: you know, maybe someday. I'm looking I mean, forward to, like, in August when he finally gets it. That's, you know, when it, the, the switch, you know, like, just seeing, like, you know, oh, he knows what he's doing now.
4: Is that going to be like Trevor Plouffe getting it for like 12 days and that's, hitting that's, 112 on either I, that's, side of it? Yes, but that, that's, it.
2: that's the concern, obviously, is that the switch goes on, but it goes off and doesn't come back on. <laughs> so, so it's never on to begin with, a la correct. Brian Dozier. Yes.
1: Okay. All right. So maybe Aaron Hicks. He's got a good arm. That shows up yeah. right away. Yeah. So maybe a couple outfield assists. Yeah. From Aaron Hicks. The outfield assist, got. the most yeah. exciting play in baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody in the starting rotation excites me whatsoever.
2: Well, it, I just want to see who it is just cuz everybody's no one knows who it's going to be cuz everybody's hurt.
4: I actually I went I, through this and the amazing thing to me, I, I went through this on twinkietown.com which mm-hmm. Stu and I both write for, mm-hmm. SB Nation. And it took us
1: Two and a half episodes to mention that you guys write for
4: Twinkytown.com. That's I know. fucking pathetic. We, we spend most of it just complaining about the Gophers, mm-hmm. as I recall. Yeah. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. That's but weird. I don't think I even realized till I started writing about it that of the maybe eight guys who are legitimate candidates for the opening Mm -hmm. day rotation. Seven of them have had had arm problems that they're coming back from. No shit. You got Scott Diamond, who had bone chips in his elbow. Also, Nick Blackburn and Leon Hendricks, who had bone chips removed. Vance Worley, who came over from Philadelphia, shut down in September because he had bone chips in his elbow. Mm -hmm. Wow. You got Mike Palfrey coming off Tommy John, Mm -hmm. and he only had it in April, so he's like ten months out. He had it in April? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So... It's not like Kyle Gibson, another candidate who's coming off Tommy John surgery, who's had it 18 months ago and actually pitched in the Arizona Fall League. Mike Pelfrey has basically just had it, Mm -hmm. and I think generally, I think people assume that it takes 18 months to come back from that fully. Yeah, and Pelfrey's saying all the right things, but that's what everybody does. Sure. So he's in the best shape of his career. Yeah, well, everybody's in the best shape of their career because they didn't do anything all winter. That's true. So you got four guys with bone chips. Then the two guys with Tommy John surgery that they're coming off. And then there's Rich Harden, who's just a walking disabled list. <laughs> trip. And the thing to note about Rich Harden is he's kind of a big name, but...
2: Everyone's heard of Rich Harden.
4: At the same time, you look back at his numbers over the last few years. He hasn't, he, he hasn't pitched at all since 2011. He hasn't been good since 2008. He right. was mm-hmm. mediocre in 2009. He was terrible in 2010 and 2011, and he didn't pitch at all last year. So... <laughs>
2: He's Canadian. He is Canadian. No shit. You figure the next injury will be when he finally decides, you know what, fuck it, I'm transitioning into Cinemax softcore porn, and he changes his name (laughs) from Rich to Dick, and then he becomes Dick Harden. (laughs) Next, next Sorry, right. I, I walked you right into that joke, everybody. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure everyone got where I was going. Well, you said his next,
1: next injury. So I kept waiting for what sort of porn injury he was going to have after he changed his name to Dick Harden. I was thinking AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> is Jesus. that considered an injury? <laughs> no, I think that's just that's a If it day. is, as the as Twins a, will get it this week. day-to-day day with that. Did Dick and, Harden
4: will definitely get AIDS. That's true. And by the way, that injury rundown doesn't include Cole DeVries, who ended up getting shut down at the end of last season with broken ribs. He's the only one who's not coming off an arm problem. Oh, my God. What about Sam Samuel DeDuno? Sam. Samuel DeDuno is fine. Also fine is Kevin Kev- Correa. He's who's pretty gritty, isn't he?
2: Samuel Di- well, Correa's getting the first start of spring. Yes, he is. Uh, so <laughs> Which should lead to people killing
4: themselves. Which I believe, right? So Diduno. that means
2: that puts him in line to start against Verlander on opening day. Guys, the goal is to not kill ourselves. <laughs> I just told you. Okay. We're so trying to talk each other off the ledge. I okay. don't want to talk
1: each well, other. Can,
2: can they beat the over under? No. Oh boy. No chance? Nope. Well, the last two seasons, I've I've talked myself into wild card, and they were horrible. And I talked myself into 500 last year, and they were not as horrible, but still horrible. I think that was on my old podcast that yes. you did that. Yes. So this year,
3: can they get to 70 wins this year? No. Walk into get- Vegas and, until they kick you out. Just keep betting until they call security. Just Again, keep-
1: Another degenerate gambler report. I will be in Vegas in three weeks if anybody wants to send me some money. Boy. <laughs> I just want to point
2: out that I will not be gambling at all. <laughs> oh, boy. That's, that's, a, that's a good bet. Boy, I, I want to believe, but I don't, I don't know that they can get to 70 wins. No. But, Clarence, are they going to be worse than they were the last couple of
3: years? Yes.
4: How well, is that improve. possible? How can they be worse than well, last year?
3: Look at well, how they, they
4: improve. Well, <laughs> unbelievably, the pitching is almost better than it was last yeah, year. Yeah,
1: but this, oh, think not. about the offense was not quite league average and they were extremely lucky in terms of injuries. Mauer yes. played uh what's her faces, those two outfielders that are gone now, they're dead to <clears> me. <throat> uh Spanner River. Both had really good seasons. Plouffe had those nine those nine glorious days mm-hmm. in July mm-hmm. where he um, hit
4: 49 home runs a day. Mm-hmm.
2: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
1: There's going to be a huge <coughs> influx of children born nine months after that because everybody was so goddamn excited. Oh man, there was a lot of fucking going on. <laughs> I had sex. I can't even t- count how many Just- times.
2: You, uh, you have a kid now, right?
1: I had sex zero you times. Sex zero I, can times. I can count. I did count. Yeah, I did not have sex. Zero is not. Yeah, you, have,
2: you thought about it a lot, though.
1: So. Does it count with myself <laughs> all the time? Sex with someone you love. Mm-hmm. Um.
3: Okay. Well, so last year they, they were healthy. They did nothing at the All Star at the trade deadline. They mm-hmm. did nothing. They did nothing. Get better, but they didn't trade anybody away. Right. Can you, Can you honestly tell yourself that this year, after, they're not going to be in the playoff hunt at the trade deadline?
2: Probably
4: not. Uh, no, yeah, they're that, not. And Almost.
3: that they're not going to trade their best players away. I gotta believe that, or yeah. I gotta believe so, both
4: of those guys are basically playing to show themselves off for new teams right yeah, now. I think so. That's think. exactly
3: right. So when you really break it down, and you're talking about could, can they be worse than last year? Well, sure. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, pretty easy, that's
2: the whole thing. If they have a sell-off of their only good players, then yeah, August and September are just going to be you know a slaughter.
4: Wasn't well, this I segment supposed to like talk it.
2: us off the ledge? <laughs> well, again, well, you're the one who brought up the starting rotation, fucker. I mean, yeah. there's... Uh, you should have brought up yeah, that outfielder that? arm strength.
1: Week. That's all we have is a plus right now. <laughs> Aaron Hicks's <laughs> yeah. arm
3: strength. That's, <laughs> Every 14 days, Aaron Hicks will throw somebody that's out That's the home. bright, shiny object yeah. that
2: we're looking uh, at right now. I so. think that
1: be. I'm legitimately interested in tuning in when Kyle
2: Gibson's on the hill. Sure. Oh, God, yeah. That might be
3: 160 it. innings, that's what you're going to get. And good.
2: I'm, I'm absolutely okay with that.
3: I don't want them all going for
2: 200 innings to get up to 70, <laughs> yeah. 72 and 90. And I'm not
1: as excited enough. I'm not going to see the first pitch, but I will definitely um, check in throughout the game on my phone when Liam Hendricks is pitching because I definitely think he's a guy that's been shit on uh, mm-hmm. for, because he was not good in half a season, even though there's been – Three four years in the minors where he was actually pretty solid, not quite Radke like numbers, but someone who is never going to be an ace, but might become someone decent. So I'll check in on those games. Well, you can't
3: be that that good in Triple A and be this shitty at the majors. It's got to turn around. I
1: mean, that's like a one out of twenty guys do that, you know, that end up actually being those quadruple A type pitchers. So yeah, Yeah. it could happen. But I'm just saying, ninety five percent chances he's better than you think. I would rather see.
2: I would rather see Liam Hendricks and Nick Blackburn, obviously. I think. I think we all know what Nick Blackburn's going to give you. Which
3: is why we're big in Australia. <laughs> exactly.
4: $5.5 <Yep>. <laughs> $5 million of red ink Good plus. God. <laughs> Good God.
2: He'll it, it, probably have
4: an ERA in the twos at AAA, and they'll bring him up a couple of times, and he'll get absolutely killed. Did, give up 49 probably, homers in one game.
2: Did that home run that Tommy hit off him in game 163 against the White Sox land yet? No, it has not landed okay. yet.
4: <laughs> it's actually out by Mars now. It's Jesus, in orbit. Jesus. I will definitely
1: yeah. be checking the minor league box scores every morning before I check the Twins' box
2: scores. Just to see how Byron Buxton is doing and Miguel Angel Sano. Oswaldo Arcia, Mm -hmm. Um, Trevor May,
1: (laughs) Alex Meyer. Who's your guy
3: this year, Broxy? Who's your guy? You always got a guy. You do have a guy. Is it Shooter Hunt?
1: Shooter Hunt is not my guy this year. Um,
3: I don't think Shooter Hunt
1: is anyone's guy anymore. Can I take uh, Oswaldo Osvaldo, yeah. yeah. Let's do a quick he's draft. He's the
3: new Kubel. Everybody says he's going to be the new Kubel. That's yeah. the comp.
1: I got him. I got Oswaldo, first pick in the draft. Right.
3: Awesome. He's your guy.
4: Anybody else? You want a guy? I kind of want you guys Max want a guy. Kepler because his first name is Maximilian. Okay. Oh, oh really? That's yep.
3: Cool. I, I think just, the young. Can we call him like Hinterjungen? Hitler? Hitler-Jungen? I mean, can we, <laughs> or is that Christ. it's a too <laughs> soon? That's way too
2: soon. <laughs> it's too late. Panzer
3: division. You know, Clarence. You know, it's Hitler- too late. Hitler youth. You guys still mad about that stuff? Yeah, a little
2: bit. <laughs> are we still shitting all over? Uh, or are the twins still shitting all over Anthony Slamma?
4: I don't think anybody said anything about him this year. I think oh, he'll okay. rot I'll away see, in AAA yeah. like no, he'll. Also,
2: he'll post like another one point three ERA, have a great you know K to walk ratio, and never get a call up. And I post, think that's right because yeah. yeah. he'll and, and we'll get like whatever the equivalent of Jeff Gray is this year, and keep throwing him out there, throwing that slop and.
4: I, th- I think there's several. He'll drive all
2: of the Twins. I mean, Aaron Gleeman will just show up at Target Field shirtless <laughs> with a knife in his mouth demanding Anthony Slamma. <laughs> and, you know, it's, I, I don't know that that'll actually happen.
4: I think it probably will. Yeah.
2: That sounds like a Gleeman move. Way to go, Gleeman. And this has
1: been another installment of Target Field Bleacher Suicide Watch. <laughs>
4: down we go yeah we need to can we put in a sad trombone sound effect <laughs> we'll be on that next time <laughs> price is right sad music yeah all right um do well, that, we, was, that was that was therapeutic guys i really feel good. better now there that we go felt good uh oh, One
2: week of spring training down and we're already on the ledge okay
1: as we mentioned before we started recording it will probably be sunny sometimes in it this, will this be summer it will be and just, mm-hmm. as you said tickets are cheap tickets will be cheap there's a bunch of places near there that have Furious on tap before yep. and after the game. A lot
2: of great bars and restaurants that need your patronage. Down you get a there.
1: bandwagon while you're there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and shout out! Head ahead up ahead. to the uh, Town Ball Tavern because uh, the of state champions there. are on the floor, and we won it last year. So check nice. out the floor. Alrighty, my photos on that fo- on there. Ready? I'll sign it. Perfect. And then get kicked out, and then oh. I'll wipe it off. Yeah, that's true. Do
4: they make you pay for tickets at Town Ball games there? No, we don't play there. I know you don't play there, but, I mean, when you have town ball games, here in town. Oh, yeah. And if I go and I show up with a cooler full of beer, ready to yell at the umpire, will they charge me $3? Sometimes. Depends on the stadium you go to.
2: Chaska, Jordan, those places, maybe. If you go catch the foul balls that are hit out of the park and bring them back, do they give you, like, a lolly or something? Oh, yeah. Bring them back to the Double stand. lolly and the sweet tart ones. Oh, those are the best kind. God, yeah. those are good. Uh, I yeah. just want
4: to know how much the town ball here in the cities is like the town ball I grew up with.
1: It's nothing like that. Nobody gives a shit. All right. Um, girlfriends show up, and then when they become wives, you never see them again. <laughs> yep. That actually makes sense. So, man,
3: that. that's a great point. Holy wow. crap. That <laughs> wow. just occurred to me. <laughs> you nailed it, Russ. Every
1: Miller yeah. wedding we go to, we and we, when we're leaving the wedding, we just say goodbye forever <laughs> see you later. to the new wives. <laughs> it was great knowing yep. you. Mm-hmm. I loved it. The courtship. Mm-hmm. So much fun. Um yeah, so that's what happens. Do you either of you uh puckheads want to discuss that outdoor game that happened in Wisconsin? I watched a couple seconds of it. Uh couldn't see the goddamn puck at all.
4: Uh shadows everywhere, and I turned it. The end. Yeah, but you could see where the puck was. It wasn't like it was invisible and there was some it was just some macabre dance that you couldn't I, understand going I on. I knew what neighborhood it was in, but You'd be surprised
1: how much more fun hockey is to watch when you actually can see the puck. Oh, quick production meeting! I'm grabbing a beer out of your fridge, John. All
4: right, good luck.
3: <laughs> well, hockey isn't the greatest television sport to begin with, and then you play it in a football stadium—you're you're asking for trouble. Was um, there
1: like nobody e- even near the actual rink? No, they, they put didn't let like people in on at all.
4: Well, the thing that confused no. me was that they had netting up on the end of the ice, like the NHL-style netting to keep. Pucks from going into the stands, but the stands were like fifty yards away.
1: Well, times are tough in the WCHA, they probably only brought one
4: puck. <laughs> 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 just needed times path. are tough in the WCHA. Thank you, conference realignment.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, like you know, I and mean, people were kept bitching about the ice and just wanted to keep saying, just fucking play it, it's hockey. Yeah. But, and the ice is the same addiction. for both teams.
4: Isn't the exactly. ice supposed to be better when you play outside? <laughs> Not well, when well, you build it on the cooler. field at the soldier field. Oh, it's cause... in
3: Chicago, and that stuff's going to happen. I mean, you play a high outdoor hockey game in Chicago, you may get the kind of weather that will make bad ice. the The only problem I had with the game was that it's a conference game. You, you can't play it when you have the potential for ice to be that poor. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have it be a game that means that much at the end of the season.
4: It's too gimmicky, um, right? Yeah, and you know they it's had too
3: gimmicky. It's exactly right. Yeah,
4: they had one. Nebraska, Omaha, and North Dakota played a conference game in Omaha. It was 50 degrees that day. They had a a two-and-a-half-hour delay because the sun was out and the ice was melting.
3: And I don't give a shit if Omaha wants to play Huntsville, you know, and do something like this. Give her a shot. And it's Omaha. You may get a 50-degree day. You know, ah, then who cares, and the ice is shitty. But when it's a conference game against two of the top teams, whether it's UND and Omaha or it's the Gophers in, in Wisconsin, maybe it shouldn't be an outdoor game like that. Maybe it should have been the golfers against Notre Dame.
2: Quick you correction. Know? You you said top teams. You meant also Rams, I believe, correct? Oh, go Huskies, woo!
4: Go Huskies, woo! Stuff. This is where this we let stuff, Sue mention
2: too. that St. Yeah. Cloud State it is... is first place in the WCHA. Hashtag go Huskies, woo, yeah. with 5-0s. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Did Nate Schmidt not almost, like, blow his leg off skating? Just about, yeah. St. Cloud yeah. product, Nate Schmidt. Blow his, his leg off? off? He, like, there was, like, a rut in the ice, and he hit it full speed. Am I correct in that? And he just went down in a heap? Is that... Yeah pretty much what happened?
3: Yep. He, he didn't get hurt, but he, it sure looked like something bad could have Well, then, you yeah, why?
2: I mean, then you're, you're putting the safety, and he's, I assume, has a fairly decent NHL contract awaiting him if he's as good as advertised. So, again, this just plays into your point that these games need to be played. If you're going to play an outdoor game, play it somewhere where the surface isn't going to be as well, compromised. Well, that's,
3: again... Plays uh you know I don't. You're talking to a guy that grew up playing on the ponds in Rosemont with fucking old barrels from the refinery, you know, sticking mm-hmm. up out of the ice. And, I, I don't. Know. That's why you glow <laughs> in the dark all the time, by the way. <laughs> oh, the ice has a rut. Has a microwave <laughs> starts to piss fuck the pants. You. We had like someone's dead dog that we had to skate around. You know, <laughs> dead frozen dog. And there's a rut in the ice. Move oh, uh, you. No. I play the fucking game. I'm, I'm not going to lose any sleep over that, but. uh I just don't think it should have been a conference game. If it's gonna, if it has a chance, everybody knew it had a chance of being kind of shitty. Uh,
4: so, so let me ask you this, Clarence. If, if and when, we should probably say when rather than if, they do an event like this in Minneapolis. And let's assume for a second that it's not the Winter Classic. What do you want it to look like? Oh, real, real quick, what's the Winter Classic? I'm just going to slap you. I've, I'm just going to slap you in the face right now. I have no idea.
2: I believe it's Go when ahead, John, explain it to me. Uh, the NHL has a I'm gonna draft. I'm going to use the system of comparisons 40 times. Both the Esposito uh, brothers come out and fight, I think. And okay. Uh, that that sounds, sounds classic. That
3: actually sounds pretty fucking awesome. I would <laughs> exactly. watch That's that. That's what I <laughs> want it to look like is what Stu just explained. Exactly. Is, is what, yeah.
2: And then I think the Stahl brothers buy beer for everybody.
4: No, but does that mean the All-Star game? No, it's the New Year's Day outdoor game that the NHL plays every okay. year. Okay. All uh, right. All right. I don't hey, want to be know, part of this podcast. Every, every, every week, we end up talking about hockey, and I just want to quit the podcast.
1: Okay, well, I don't mean to be a troll, but what is the reason for playing outdoors if the rink sucks that bad, if it's not a great in-person experience and you can't see it very well on No, TV? I think it is a great
4: in-person experience. I think people enjoy going. Away. I, I think people still enjoy going. Okay. I think it's, it's proven to be one of the most popular things the NHL does, and...
2: That's why. To be fair, the only other things they do are go on strike, that's or lock true. their players out. Makes <laughs> a lot better. Or expand <laughs> into places where nobody watches hockey. So yeah. it's the bar is low. The bar is very fucking the bar low. Is
1: pretty low. <laughs> okay, but so fine. it works in the NHL.
3: It there and, have been times when it there have been many times when it has worked well in the yep. NHL. Okay. Yeah. The all one right. they had
4: in Buffalo was a pretty great event. I mean, it was cold that Oh, yeah, that was good. I recall that. It was snowing. Okay, was, yeah, they did one at uh, Wrigley Field that turned out to be a great event. Uh, the reason they started doing it every year is right. because people were interested. And let's be frank, people on the national level aren't that interested in the NHL all the time.
2: Well, yeah. not to mention, I mean, I it doesn't help that ESPN shits all over hockey.
4: It does so, not yeah. help.
1: They wish ASPN the ESPN would shit on them. Oh, yeah, just, exactly, just for the attention, yeah. It's like, poop on
2: me. <laughs> poop on me.
4: So I had a nickel, Stu. I know. Okay, all right. So the the question comes back to, to Clarence. What do you want an outdoor game, whether it's gopher only or whether it involves somebody else? What does that look like in Minnesota to make it the best possible thing?
3: You know what? I, I guess without thinking about a whole lot, uh, which is pretty much a – yeah, we Any figured, Any opinion I have on anything. Uh, if what I would want it to look like, I guess, is have it. If that's what it will take to shut those fuckers up about the CHA ending, then just have an annual outdoor game against UNB. I don't care where they have it. <laughs> Uh, have it on the oil patch and, you know, out in like yeah, but what's halfway between, Yeah, what's halfway between. A uh, bunch of
2: meth addled oil rig workers and
3: <laughs> for, all, all for the, the strippers balls. that they truck
4: out there
2: from <laughs> Boyd. Yeah, so. you know. What a dreamland. So, uh, it really is. Utopia. Now exactly. we're getting into Clarence's yeah. idea to yeah. have
4: a rugby tournament in Rugby, North Dakota. <laughs>
2: the- that would be a great idea. I believe isn't that not the geographical center of <laughs> North, America? Awesome, yeah. North America? I believe that's true. Yeah, rugby North America, rugby North Dakota is the geographical center of, of North rugby. America. No shit. Yeah. yeah, there's like a little marker there, and I think, that's exactly
3: right. Yeah, yeah.
2: And like magnets don't an work obelisk, there either. I believe they call it seriously. <laughs> Shut up. Seriously, magnets don't work
3: there.
1: Magnets don't work no, in have, the, map, that, yep. Yep. rugby North <Yep>.
3: Don't get an MRI yeah. in uh, in North Dakota. MRI will, you'll be fucked. Exactly, <laughs> and if
2: you try to like use a like a Microsoft PowerPoint or something there, it doesn't work. Jeez! <laughs> Thank goodness it's no. the one I place. The exactly. really one place where PowerPoints don't work. You're getting educated. Yeah, exactly. As
4: far as outdoor games, I obviously I'd like it if they had one here. I'd like it to be a TCF Bank Stadium just because it's a bigger place, and I think. The sight lines end up better when you have a football stadium rather than when they do them in baseball stadiums. Okay. Just because at the baseball stadiums, you tend with the arena or the rink on the infield. and The so hockey court. You yep. Hockey court. <laughs> so there's some decent seats behind, behind home plate, and that's kind of it. I'd, I'd rather see it at the football stadium. They have the FSN-created marketing ploy of Hockey Day Minnesota. I don't see why that shouldn't involve an outdoor game at a bunch of different levels especially you play it the third week of january when it's always freezing i think it'll go fine they already play outdoor games on lakes and stuff up north why not why not have a yearly outdoor game as part of that whether the wild are involved or not i think it would work whether I, I, you play a couple of high school games you play the gopher game you make a weekend of it you play more games on sunday and friday night i think it'll be fine right that's what I'd like it to look like, at least. And uh, eventually, they good. if the Wild ever get good, they will have the Winter Classic here. They just want to be able to market it a little bit and have the NHL 24-7 show that they put on HBO. They want to be able to have that with some personalities. And the Wild have some talented guys and some young guys. So I think it, it, it won't happen next year. I think it was supposed to be in Michigan this year. Is that right, Clarence?
3: That's right, Ann Arbor.
4: Yep. So, so it'll probably be in Michigan next year, right? Yep. It did get canceled this year. Thanks a lot, Batman. But I, I think it'll probably be in Ann Arbor next year. But the year after that, I wouldn't be too surprised if it was in Minnesota. But the the university there was—they had some quotes in the paper about how the the reason they're worried about it is after they had the Vikings game at TCF Bank Stadium and they had to pay seven hundred thousand to get all the snow off the stadium. They're a little worried about that. Those extra potential costs, but I think they'll get somebody to, uh, somebody, some way to get the costs in because it just makes don't too you just much pay sense rubes? to do it. I, I don't know what you do. I mean, it works for well, Green I, Day. It I totally was
3: at that green. Vikings game at TCF. I was there, and the cost of just removing, like, the bottles clothes, <laughs> mm-hmm. and booze uh, and, you know, used condoms and joints that were up in the stands, that had to be astronomical, too.
4: Yeah, I've, condoms now. Good for wow. them. It's going to be interesting because the Vikings are playing there for two years while the stadium's under construction. Two years, okay. and it's going two to be years, I believe. Yeah, well, wow. We're, it's going to be interesting to see what that ends up looking like over there. Right. All right. I think that does it for that one. Um, we're going to end on a game called Tit for Tat. Uh, this is where
1: um, Clarence absolutely fed up with my amazing NHL rule You're changes. Terrible my NHL proposed rule changes. They were, really were all awful. NFL. Sound ideas. Sound ideas. I don't think sensible sound ideas. The more I not thought about them, the more the they made sense to me. Uh, this is when Clarence can um, talk uh, some ideas to save a sport that needs no saving because it's incredibly popular and well-conceived, um, athletic, basically perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, a sport called—is it the NBA or is it just basketball in general?
3: No, I love the game of basketball is great. I enjoy college basketball. It's the NBA that's. The- Okay. It's a you know a three hour Lunesta commercial.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna improve the NBA, Clarence, our uh, Southeast correspondent.
3: Well, no, I mean let's talk about that to begin with. You've got basically what you've got are eight detached, goofball giants running around for like what forty five minutes, watching the two best players on each team play each other, and then. And J.J. Maria and then so the refs get together and decide which of those two superstars they like the least, and then they call a foul on that guy and a bunch of fouls, and then the other guy they like the most shoots a bunch of free throws, and then there's a bunch of timeouts, and then the game's over. So that's the per talking.
4: That was... That was pretty much offensively... offensively
3: fucking overview of the whole thing, right there. Just the last
4: know. game Clarence watched was in the 2002 Western Conference <laughs> Finals between the Kings and the Lakers. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's true. True. That was it. Yeah. He was done. After I assume that, that was absolutely, absolutely that correct. Changes, <laughs> yeah.
1: That happened once, but the rest of your rant was absolutely incoherent. But please continue. No.
3: Well, so do you want to hear ideas for? Because ch- you talk about all these ideas for changing the NHL, you want to hear my ideas for changing that for fixing the NBA. Yes, we do. That's Sure, right. sure. Do you have any? No No timeouts.
1: No Ever. timeouts. Ever.
3: Okay. Um, and that Zero. changes Start the complexion
1: the of the game because instead of some really fun potential buzzer beaters, you're going to see a guy just no. rifle a three-quarter you you have- court shot that never goes in.
4: To be fair, the most famous butter buzzer beater in basketball history, Christian Leitner, was there? a pass from under the basket.
1: So a thing that happened once, mm-hmm. let's hope that happens another time. Just Uh-oh. like the
4: five-on-three.
1: So, we lost you for a second, but your idea of no timeouts left, you think, is going to make the game move a little bit faster, uh, which yeah. I fully support fewer timeouts. I'm, I'm not exactly clear, clear why they have, like, five timeouts. I think
4: almost five per half. Is that right? Here's what I'm not clear about.
3: I think when, it's somewhere around 20. But.
4: Oh, okay. Sorry, you must have just looked that up. In the NBA, when you take a timeout at the end of the game, you're allowed to advance the ball to half court. Yeah. That just seems like cheating to me. It really does. Because they're
1: just more focused on excitement at that point than anything else, I think. They understand if it's at the very end of that basket, again, you're not going to get any fun last second, split second shots. It's just going to be a stupid three quarter shot that, you know. Well, why don't they
3: always
4: take the ball out from the side then? Yeah. Pace of the game. You mean. At the very end of the... No, all the time. After every made basket, you take the ball out from the side. And you take it, and you, and you
1: everybody runs down to that half. Yep. It, the pace of it, would it would be a pretty terrible game to watch.
3: No, no timeouts. If you call a timeout, you are dragged to center court and executed. Just <laughs> set an example okay. to the coaches and the players <laughs> and the fans that there are no timeouts anymore in the game.
2: Wow, it's just like
1: last Boy Scout, but for basketball. Yeah, and you can do that yep. R. Kelly thing from that video.
3: Remember who did this to you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> How about like two
4: timeouts? No idea I have. What you're about. <laughs>
1: yeah, sure, exactly sure. What you're yeah, I'm the only one who rewatches watches R. Kelly videos when mm-hmm. I'm at work. Okay, yeah, Trek right in the guys.
4: Closet.
1: <laughs> There's a midget in this. <laughs> uh, sorry. Anyway, um, no timeouts is uh, it's a stupid idea. It's not mm-hmm. a stupid idea.
4: It's, well, it's he's I'm got a right idea. You I'm even saying, admitted that le- fewer timeouts would be better.
1: It would fewer timeouts would be better. Uh, no timeouts would be worse. And furthermore, that's not really much of a change. I don't really think anybody would hardly even notice that.
3: What in the last two minutes? You think nobody would notice if there was if they were unable to call a timeout.
1: Yeah, maybe. That's all the
3: last 2 minutes is is people trading off timeouts.
1: Okay. Okay. Um so if you have this uh uh guy the opponent who is just um is on fire, you need to stop the bleeding. What do you just,
4: just try
1: to score a basket? You just try to score we're a basket. Slower down.
3: You, you technical follow him And we're getting. that's one of my that's another one of my rule changes, but we're not there yet. Oh, okay. we're not. Um, okay. So
1: this is, we're this is a journey here. You're not done. It's a
3: journey, yeah, yeah, but no, you would tactical follow him. But oh, we'll get there.
1: Okay, all right. So we're we're now in uh, playing Clarence Ball. There's no timeout, so it's just um, tons of okay, okay, fine. That's the fine. Don't forget you about the
3: execution part too. You're executed if you do call a timeout, like Weber. Yep. I feel. I mean, I like Chris Weber, but you want him dead. Would, mm-hmm. Well, that's the rules a rule. I mean, Jesus,
2: Hank gathers would have died when he was nine. <laughs> Sorry, too, that was too soon. God, you gotta play that yep. card. Yeah. Um, okay, all right, good. What else? Uh, next. So you want
3: the next one?
1: I do. Se- I mean, not really. Seven-second
3: sure. shot clock. Seven-second seven <laughs> shot clock. <laughs> yep, that's all you get. So how fast does it take an average guy to run down the court? Like, what is the court? Well, it depends
2: points. on who we're talking about. Uh, four yeah,
4: to five
3: seconds for a normal team know, for the Wisconsin Badgers,
2: seconds. about 45 seconds. <laughs> Typically <laughs> well, four and a half seconds. But then they're going to
3: have to get faster because all you have is seven seconds. Ryan will
2: just stab you in the eye and be done with it.
3: Good. Well, that's tough. He's gonna have to get over it. Uh you have four seconds to get down the court and three seconds to establish your offense and shoot the ball.
1: Okay. Or All the right.
3: buzzer sounds and then it's turnover.
1: You've gone into General Kurtz territory.
3: Well that's <laughs> yeah, well it's run and gun. That was the that's the best part of a basketball. Fucking run and gun. Warren Moon, uh <laughs> Hey, what's your Famous
4: basketball star, Warren Moon. Uh,
3: Ernest Gibbons. Did you say uh, Curtis Warren Duncan. Moon? <laughs> uh, Ernest Drew Gibbons. Okay, like that's part of what? basketball. Did my methods
2: seem unsound.
1: <laughs> Why did you say
3: Warren
2: Moon? That was the stupidest.
3: Oh, that's, that's thing I've ever. You got an Ernest Gibbons. Gibbons. Well, uh, what? Warren Moon? Awesome, too. That was, what, the 90s? Something Oilers. That is now and
1: whenever I'm running shoot. run yeah, shooting. Yeah, the running and, and, and argument yeah. badly. Well, you got Warren Moon, for example.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I right, rest, rest on, on your face. <laughs> uh, all right, so all right. seven second shot clock. What are your arguments
1: against that one? Uh, nobody would ever get a shot off. It would be a full court press, and you'd have two guys stand deep. I think you'd might get a bunch of half court and deep threes. You'd basically, I don't know, I think guys would maybe be like 40 points scored a game. Yeah, Ships. but
4: didn't everybody love the Mike D'Antoni stuns? The famous seven seconds or less offense? Sure did, but I bet most of those there now was Now, everybody would than, be like that. Okay. How,
3: how did they defense the D'Antoni stuns that he just talked about?
4: Well, they mostly just tried to score on offense, and every game ended 150 to 135. And
3: it was fucking awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, now but there's, there's a reason yes, that it only really well, happened there you once. Go. So there that's a great rule right there. All right, so we got that established. <laughs> no timeouts, seven-second shot clock. I
2: think he boxed us there.
4: I think it. I think this would sort of lead to sort of an Iowa girls basketball circa nineteen ninety seven, <laughs> where you got three players in the front court and two in the back court all the time, just sort of a game long fast break drill. So what you do?
1: Here is how you can tell someone is losing an argument: is when you point out one exception and you have to pretend that that's the rule, right? Sort of like well, you're in
4: five on three power plays. No,
1: I think that oh, that, that happens plenty of yeah. times, and it's really yep. exciting. Yep. <laughs>
4: But here's the thing: you and point Nate out. Condon scoring point goal on a North Dakota defenseman. You point out Christian Leitner
1: as being exciting. That happened one time, right? And you point out <laughs> the uh, Phoenix Suns as being really exciting. That happened. That team happened. What like two year run? And it's never really happened again. It probably won't ever happen. So I just wanted to point out proactively um, that not only have you de- are you two for two on uh, bad debating. Um, I also want awesome to point out again him. that you did mention Warren Moon.
3: Yep. Okay Run and, run and gun um, And
1: I'm not editing that out uh,
3: No, that's fine uh, Alright, all right, so where are we at? we're at No timeouts, awesome rule <laughs> Seven second shot clock You just admitted was an awesome rule I
1: did, I did
3: uh, Yep uh, So I'm trying to think, think back I brainstormed this on the drive home um, Oh, you asked about timeouts uh, How do you defense it? Because all technical foul Everybody that commits a technical foul Gets three points. That's that's the new three pointer. If you commit so, a technical foul, you get three points.
1: You you get three points. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. And are the technical yep. rules uh, technical foul rules the same, or do you adjust them to make them a little more difficult to get? I mean, can you just just scream at a ref and get? Just no.
3: You have to. You have to land. You can't. The punches that they throw now would not count as technical fouls. Those would just be. Random course of the games because those aren't real punches that NBA players throw. Right now, you have to land a legitimate punch to get a technical foul. Is there any restriction? Get three points.
1: Do you have to be on the court? Can it just be a guy on the bench? That's.
3: Oh, I don't know. Good question. Do you have to be Kermit Washington? Well, I'm not even so sure it has to be another player that you punch.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, So the 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 tip. Ball. we're at 12 minutes every yep. all 15 players from the team scatter into the stands and just start beating the shit out of the fans is that right because i think you get technicals for that and then because you want to yeah, land as no, many I as you think... can so wouldn't you want to go to like the kid that's not sitting courtside who we all kind of want to punch get a technical anyway
4: for punching kids what about a ball boy no. i don't know mascot did dennis rodden get a technical for booting a photographer
1: i don't know so you want to punch each other
4: I think you're he gonna have to punch in someone game.
1: involved in the game. Punch someone involved in the game. But you get a technical if you um yell at the referee. What if you punch a referee? I that's think encouraged. It, <laughs> that's it is encouraged. <laughs> okay. All right. Yep. Okay, yep. so the tip the tip ball and all thirty players on the roster are chasing down the referees and landing punches. Is it has to be you to can't the head? go
3: on the court. Oh, well, you can't go on the court. This isn't this isn't <laughs> nom. There's rules. <laughs> you, know, you can't just. It's about as close to numb as I've heard. You whatever the hell you want. You can go up in the stands and punch fans. I think we've made it clear that's actually pretty cool. But
1: that's just to stay um, loose. Yeah.
3: You can't adjust the game that way by go- having all 15 guys run on the court.
1: I'm being ridiculous right now, aren't I?
3: That's, yeah, that's pretty
1: crazy. Okay. Three, three points, and there's, but there's still a three point shot, so maybe the, the strategy would be like two guys are in charge of punching and three guys are trying to get down to the court to, uh, to shoot, shoot a few threes You know like a double You get points either way Does that help?
3: It's hard because the ref can only see so many things So you can go up in the stands And have your whole team up there But the ref's not going to see it all No, So of maybe not. you save your energy
4: To be fair uh, I think we've resurrected Lou Amundsen's
3: NBA career here <laughs> <laughs> I think he could be
4: a decent enforcer
3: Alright so we were agreed that the three point You get three points for the technical foul That's pretty awesome too I will so agree three, that that's three, right?
4: this equally good As your other ideas I will right. agree that that's equally as good as the idea to make hockey all-time five-on-three. That's yeah, insane. All that's right,
2: idea.
3: That's not. That doesn't.
4: I think wow, they're on like par the with each old. other. The
1: all bath salts
4: edition of the mm-hmm.
1: sportive. Mm-hmm. Is that
3: it? I think I got one. Oh. Uh, oh God. Before the season, all teams are selected out of a hat, just like the designated <laughs> driver for WWE. Call back. You nice. You can't. You oh. and and. During the process, Stern is locked in a high security federal prison, and until the process, until the selection process is over, he can't. He doesn't even get to know about it. Okay. So, not makes super teams. Uh, you you pick teams out of a hat before the season starts.
1: I mean, there would random. definitely be a ton of super teams. It would be way more super teams than now, right? Be, Some no, it would be ex-
4: the exact same number of super teams. No. Right now there's a there salary cap, be, now well, there isn't. There would still be like three really good teams and three really awful teams. It would just be, they'd be different every year. I can't believe
1: but I even started asking questions so. about
3: this
4: fucking idea. <laughs> now you're involved. Now, think now you're thinking
1: about I'm it. I'm invested. It just I, the worst. Just the worst. <laughs> just the worst. This, is, this is embarrassing.
3: Well, so then the team, the super teams, maybe there's the same number of teams. I don't know about that, but at least they're not concentrated on the coasts like they are now. Okay. And at least you got a shot.
1: Unless because it happens... Where they are And then you again Start screaming conspiracy
3: Well no It can't Because Stern's locked away You know Like Silence of the Lambs Type deal I'm talking like Silence of the Lambs You know
1: Of course you are On
3: the the dolly uh, He Put earplugs in He can't hear Or see or anything
4: Okay Just Just imagine Think of the TV Of that Picking out of the hat Part of the draft Where they come around To say Milwaukee and LeBron's name gets drawn, drawn out of the hat, and they've already got four terrible players in LeBron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just watch his face and try to act excited that he's got to go play in Milwaukee this year. Uh, I'm taking my talent to <laughs> <laughs> Is that Green Bay. In terms yeah. of television ratings, that would draw the highest ratings of any sports-related or otherwise television show of all time. Oh, easily. Sure. Well, so there the you go.
3: I only have four rule changes for now. We can talk about this, you know, another time. Well, but, you're just uh, getting warmed that's up. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. So, your I next rule. Like-
1: when you, uh, when you uh, uh, suggest more rule changes next time around, are they going to be on top of these ones, or are you going to go back to the drawing board and kind of come up with something new?
3: Well, I don't know. I may have done it. This might be it. You
1: know? Okay. Uh,
3: da Vinci did, wasn't like, ah, oh, fuck, maybe I'll, you know, maybe there's a few extra <laughs> strokes here to the Mona Lisa. When he saw it, he was like, Fuck it, that's fucking all done. He nope, seemed to have a, a few extra strokes for Mona
2: Lisa. Pretty <laughs> sure he said fuck it when he was done.
3: <laughs> and he walked away and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, hey, Robert, fuck and it. <laughs> talked, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hand. Da Vinci, out, <laughs> out. This <laughs> broad looks <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> and then he walked away and yep. that was it. So these four rule changes Just, may be it, but if I.
2: Oh! <laughs> da Vinci. <laughs> Sorry. Little dice clay. Andrew Da
4: Vinci clay. And this has been art history with the sportive. Oh
1: God! All right. Well, I don't know if there's anything else we could talk about after that uh, pathetic showing of an idea. Showing. Um, yeah. Good for you. Good for you.
4: Next week, are we going to do actual ideas, or are we going to keep going with? I am all ideas? for
1: actual ideas. I think they're fun to talk about. Um, so, so tit for tat will continue. Uh, I will. Fine. It's one to one. I'll just say that it's we're tied. Um, and we'll continue uh, until everybody stops listening. So, a couple weeks. So
4: last week. <laughs> couple weeks.
2: <laughs> um, all right, you guys want to be done? Uh, should we quick mention that John's got a new blog? Oh yeah, yeah. We is. could have the plug section of the podcast. Plugs, Plugs. Oh.
4: soccer centric. <laughs> yep, soccer centric on the Star Tribune. We're going. I'm going to be writing about the Minnesota Stars soccer team in town here, specifically about the Stars. Specifically about because. If I was trying to write about all of soccer, I would never have any time. It's mm-hmm. just it's too, it'd be it's too big. Okay, it'd be like trying to write about every NFL team on one blog.
1: What about when the World Cup happens? I imagine your uh, blog is going to be flooded with viewers. Well,
4: the next World Cup is next summer, so if we last that long, I think I'll be impressed. Maybe we could
1: do the Americans a, won't
3: be in it, right? So nobody will care. They're,
1: about the
2: They're kind cup? of peeing it down their leg, aren't they?
4: They are kind of peeing it down their leg. Kinsman's got to go. <laughs> we'll get soccer guru Dana Wessel on at that point yep. to talk soccer. We oh,
1: good, have, yeah. W- we, we could, could have, have a uh, yeah, World Cup
2: have, preview yeah.
4: podcast in a year and a half.
1: He'd be, I'll commit I'd, to that He'd right be happy
2: now. to do it. He, he doesn't shut up about fucking soccer. So it's, he'll, <laughs> I'm yeah, looking forward uh, to trying
4: to make this podcast stop talking about football and basketball and hockey and, and just baseball. We'll move on to soccer and rugby and cricket and auto racing. We Anybody really should know any of you guys in the Minnesota Swarm. We could probably, you know, we could probably do a Swarm podcast, Swarm centric. Swarm-centric.
2: Why are all you guys all like rapey and stuff? But that's a good lead. Yeah, yeah. that'll that'll get that'll get them drawn in. So
4: <laughs> we really should have had a had auto racing expert newbie on this week to talk about the Daytona 500. Well, we already talked about it that one time.
1: Remember yeah. when we said it sucked, and then Clarence said that story. Yep, yeah, that's <laughs> about the extent of that it. That was our
2: auto racing content. Didn't what's. Danica Patrick's the pole position. Like, that yes, she is. There. Yes, that, she that, is. There.
4: The, uh... <laughs> God. Hey, DaVinci! Oh! oh
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, good. No, that. that's awesome. Congrats. So anyway, yeah. soccer anyway, Good job, Dan. Okay, yeah, thanks. You can find it on good the Yep. Yep. And Twinkytown.
1: Awesome. And Twinkytown. Yep. Uh Yep. Yeah,
2: I'm on Fridays. John's on Monday. Uh, this Friday, uh, there will be a hip-hop theme to the... Um, Friday Twinkie Town. Check that out.
4: Yep. So we're looking forward to Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. Windbag Industries. Mm-hmm. What is that? Roxy.tumblr.com. Yep. Do I have that address right?
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I work this is at Target. I so and this, target? Is, and this is <laughs> this is Clarence's baby right here. <laughs> and <laughs> at swamped uh, no, on Twitter. And on Twitter. Yes. And as
4: far as the sportive, the sportive.com, and at sportive podcast.
1: Yeah. There you go. Follow mm-hmm. us. All right. Thanks everybody. Bye. Yep. Woo-hoo.